Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to another very special edition of the Royal Geek Podcast, a fantasy football edition. And if you are a normal listener of the Royal Geek Podcast, I can assure you that this is the very last time that we will be talking about fantasy football. So you are welcome for that. If you happen to be a part of our fantasy football league, then please sit back and enjoy this uh, playoff and bottom bracket preview. I am your host... Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I am joined once again by my good friends Anthony Amato, we like to call him Shimato, Kyle Spade, the red-headed wonder, a, a, a couple new guys to the pod, first we got Berkeley Stewart, and then coming in live, well not live, live for us, from Florida, the great, wonderful state of Florida, we have everybody's favorite league owner and uh the guy that left the group me ryan gibbs gibbs how you doing buddy hey t-roll thank you for that introduction you're welcome okay this looks like you're doing good gibbs i'm glad to i'm glad to have you on the pod berkeley how are you doing doing great thank you so much for having me it's so good to be here really excited about this year and excited about this podcast uh yeah i imagine you are excited sure with your you 12 are. and 2 yeah, record right. yeah uh-huh. Spade, Shimada, boys. Good to be back. Good to be back. Back in the playoffs, Spade. You are the Back in the play the only team. Officially the only mm. team that needs to that is in the playoffs for the third straight year. So congrats yeah. to you, Spade. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Shimada. Yeah, it's it's uh, great to be back on the pod. Uh missed my first one last week out, so that was a little little rough and I actually you know, you guys brought this up, but I actually did listen to it. For once, nice. I actually listened to the pod um, just to see what it was like and envelop all that hate for my team last week that mm. apparently turned out to be justified. Yeah, so, yeah. For, <laughs> for sure. sure. Way, to, way to finish the season 0-3. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Finishing. Finish strong. I, yeah. I did really want to see you win just so you could face Berkeley again, again. this week. Yeah. No. <laughs> again. How funny is that? Um, real quick shout out to Justin Sandoval, who is not on the podcast today. Suck it, Justin. Uh, have fun at that lame wedding, uh, wherever the heck you are. We're still in your basement though. And you, we, we might actually hear Justin's dogs on the podcast. So if you hear some random dogs barking, uh, sorry about that. They might have run away, Justin. Sorry about that as well. (laughs) Run away, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, yeah, we're gonna we're actually going to ha- have to uh, sacrifice them for a blood offering if there's any chance that Gibbs beats Berkeley. So mm. with that in mind, let's talk about the first matchup. Yeah, Gibbs, let's Come talk on. about the first matchup in the playoffs this week. We have Team Frittata versus the Cooter Pond Park Boys. So Shimano and Spade, I'm going to have you guys. Shimano, I'm actually going to have you go first. Let's yep. talk about this matchup uh, between Berkeley and Gibbs. Um, I think once again, Berkeley is just going to like power saw through this. You know, I feel like uh, the Gibbs' start Nelson Aguilar didn't go super great last night. I mean, he didn't do too, too terrible, but he didn't exactly explode like we were hoping for. Um, you know, it's it just, I mean, Berkeley's team is just, it, it's from recency bias, that whooping I took last week. Didn't feel good, huh? It, it did not feel good. It did not it feel good does. at all. It never does. <clears throat> it would have been much nicer to go into the week and be like, I have a really good chance instead of like I felt like I felt like Atlas, you know, having to continually push the huge boulder up the up the hill. <laughs> and it was just 
It, it was just terrible from the very beginning. It was a rough week, so uh, I'm glad to pass that on to you, Gibbs, for this week. Mm. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Gibbs is excited to take it on. Spade? He's ready for it. How, how are, so, Spade, you're obviously you're involved in the playoffs, so we'll only get your am. thoughts briefly yeah. because you are directly involved in, in a playoff matchup yourself, unlike myself and Shimato. That's right. Uh, but what do, you, what do you think? <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and cut his mic off. <laughs> Spade, what are your thoughts on uh, the Berkeley-Gibbs matchup? I really wish it would have been at full strength. Um, I, I wish that Gibbs would have had Fuller and Kittle available. Yeah. It would have made it way more interesting. Um, My precious Kittle. Your precious, precious Kittle. I'm sorry, man. But, yeah, okay. I mean, there's always a chance, you know. Think Crazier things have happened in this league before. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's good. It, he's He caught Berkeley at the right week matchup-wise. The, the mm. matchups are tough for, for KC, which is a third of Berkeley's team. <laughs> um, yeah. but I don't I don't know if matchup wise it'll be enough for Gibbs to pull it out. Mm. I mean, obviously we have found out the perfect formula to win a fantasy championship: just jam pack your team full of Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> That's it. It's working for me this year. Oh yeah, so far so good for Berkeley. Let's let's hear from uh, the underdog before we allow Berkeley the chance to speak. Gibbs, what are you thinking about this week, buddy? Well, to be honest, I left to group me. Six weeks ago, and then my team just plummeted. I was like seven and two. Was it six weeks ago? I don't know. I was seven and two. Yeah, I think four. Four weeks ago, feels like six. Uh, But yeah, I had. uh, I thought my team just started falling apart. DJ Chark, I don't know what happened to him. Just went AWOL. Kirky was killing it, and then Tyler just stopped throwing to him. Lost Kittle. Fuller was taking PEDs. So we just... <laughs> That's we the just only way the man playoffs. can stay healthy. It has not been good, Gibbs. I'm not going to lie, buddy. <laughs> and then you, you a-holes, traded me Hayden Hurst, <laughs> who's been a zero. Yeah, that was unfortunate and, uh, for you. Sorry, buddy. So anyway, and then along the way, Thielen got COVID. Carson missed four weeks. So anyway, I had the second, I had the second uh, least points, and luckily Jackson had the least amount of points you're talking about last so week I, last week yeah right? so, I, so i snuck in and uh i looked at the <laughs> looked at the projected scores and uh it's 142 uh frittata to me 114 mm. it's projected and so then i was really down and then i started thinking about it i said well, why not us you know we've had a uh, pretty tough year with injuries why not for this one week and everything just hit. And so I started talking myself into it. Picked up Lynn Bowden, Kentucky football fan. Love Lynn Bowden. Actually drafted him way too high on draft day. Dropped him and then picked him back up on waivers. So he was going to be like my lucky charm. But then, so I started believing. And then Aguilar yesterday had a very mediocre performance. Yeah, four receptions. Um, did you can never you put your him? faith in yeah. Nelson Aguilar. Did you pick uh, Bowden higher or lower than Bryce Love? Yeah, where's, where's Bryce Love at, Gibbs? Where's Bryce Love at? Why did you start him this week? Listen, he had a tough time with injuries. The talent was there. I showed you the quote uh, Ron Rivera said. He said he's ready. That, I don't know what happened. That was the quote. He's this, ready. Uh, he this could be his week. Antonio Gibson's most likely out. Yep. Yep. He's ready. And then he's he's ready. Dot, 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 then he to be cut. An old injury. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm sorry, Gibbs. You you have had a tough go of it. I mean, you did win this week, which was great, but I think you had four straight losses starting I with did. the week that you left the group me. So You should join the group me. I'm not saying that that's because you left the group me, but I'm also not saying that it's not because. You know what I'm saying, Gibbs? Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you can't really prove it that it wasn't. But I also so. can't not prove it. That's right. Berkeley. So you yes. are the you are the perennial favorite, not only for this game, but also for the rest of the uh, the playoffs. Um, how are you feeling going into this week? Yeah, so no pressure. Being number one seed going into this game, everybody's expecting me to walk away with it. I was super nervous about this week's matchup, just kind of looking at it into the future. Uh, I didn't like the whole Kansas City-New Orleans matchup, and... I was pretty thrilled to not to have to go against Shimano for two weeks in a row. I was fully anticipating that. So when I had the whole Gibbs matchup, I'm pretty pleased with it, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Gibbs? Well, I did look at the matchups. I said, Deshaun Watson against Indy, that's a tough defense. Yeah. The Saints defense against uh, against the Chiefs, I mean, there's no better week to catch you. That's the truth. That is the truth. It is true, man. I mean, and you never know. So I'm really excited to play you, Gibbs, because regardless, even if you take away this victory, putting you into the finals will at least give me a little bit of joy. Yeah, man. And we had a uh, a very – we had like a gentleman's trade at the beginning of the year. That's right. It was was mutually beneficial. Very much Unlike so. Unlike other trades that have happened in our league. It started off very mutually beneficial. It kind of went Unlike, south uh, for you. Very much like every trade. Thank you very much. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, Gibbs I, I, and Berkeley, I will say this, and maybe Shimada, you can attest to this. I think regardless of what happens in this matchup, I think most of the owners in the league are like, okay, one of the good guys gets to the final. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would one prefer to have been one of those good guys going to the final. Yeah, but... one of the guys that everybody likes, Skibs. Everybody likes you. Ugh. Everyone was really okay. sad that you left the group me. Seriously, I don't know if you noticed. The but... group me has been dead since you left. Yeah, Just man. not the same. <laughs> you bring Just a lot of energy. You know, it sent me over the edge. Hmm. I texted Jackson after the the Derrick Henry debacle. I said, do, do the, the right thing. Trade. And then he didn't do the right thing. <laughs> and then I, then he, he gave me some BS, like, I did this last year. There's no way I could vote against it. I said, leave. <laughs> you just said leave? That's all you said? I just left the group me at oh. that point. I said, I can't deal with the foolishness. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Derek Henry did score 46 points last week on Spade's bench. That's right. Let's see how many points he scores this week in Spade's starting lineup facing the <coughs> Detroit Lions um, as Spade is in the first round of the playoffs. Again. Um, again, again versus Bo after uh, doing everything he could except for literally forfeiting last week, and he still won against Curtis. Yep. Disrespect. In week Dis- 14. Uh, you know, there was one week a year or two ago where we almost didn't start a kicker against Curtis. And somebody called us out in the group me on it, and we ended up starting a kicker because we thought we could beat him without a kicker, and then <laughs> it was getting a little closer than comfort, so we decided to pick up a kicker. Yeah. But you literally <laughs> – you were starting people I'd never heard of, Spade. Yeah, yeah. No, and, you, and you still uh, won. Yeah. I mean, it didn't help. He had two starters go out 
without a single point. No, <laughs> Noah Fant didn't yeah. record a single play, nope. and, and was it Parker? Devontae Parker didn't get a single catch. Nope. <laughs> I think he had. He may have had one target. Oh man! But that Deontay Foreman start. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ended up on the IR. He was a healthy scratch. So let's talk about the matchup between the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets and JFK was an inside job. We got Gib, or excuse me, we got Spade for the third straight year, the only owner to be in the playoffs all three years in league history versus Bo, who is a returning uh, Cedar Street champion. Is that right? Street, Cedar Street division champ. Um, Real easy to win a division for the- when I don't even want to look at the rest of the record. All mm. right. Yeah. It's a little rough. How bad is it, Amada? I mean, you just you won a game without starting anybody. So I mean, what do you have to say about That's very six true. and eight <laughs> like, and two, four and ten? Yeah. I mean, let's just. So, uh, anyways, Gibbs. Or why do I keep saying Gibbs? I guess it's because I don't want Spade in the playoffs, and I just want to say Gibbs. But uh, Spade versus Bo. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna actually prompt Gibbs. We're gonna have you go first, and we're gonna have Berkeley share um, about this other matchup because you guys are involved in it. Uh, in the playoffs, and then me and Shimada will share our thoughts. Then, if we have any time, we'll let Spade talk. So, Gibbs, let's you, let you go first. Uh, what are your thoughts on the matchup between Bo and Spade? Well, I'm looking at it right now. I think it's very evenly matched. I think it'd go either way. But I think I'm leaning Bo because Ooh. I want him to win. Mm. Um, and also because... It's kind of like James Harden in the playoffs, you know? He just can't get the monkey off his back. I feel like that's what uh, Spade is. There's just some juju going on. So you think Spade and James Harden are one and the same? Also, I think the karma is against Spade. Say that again, Gibbs? I think fancy football karma is against Spade. For being like the evil empire in Star Wars or what? Yeah, he's kind of like that cartoon like that you watched growing up, like the crazy capitalist guy that like twists his mus- mustache and has like really cheap labor and treats his employees like crap, but he <laughs> but he lives in a mansion. Mm, yeah, yes. I think that's a. <laughs> that's a I'm, I'm actually cool. looking at him right now. I kind of see it. You can yeah. see yeah. it. That's Spade yeah. and uh, that's that's Spade's face football character. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he he has been, he has uh, been known to win a handful of uh, trade agreements. Yeah, so. they've all been legal. Technically, yes. It's been, it's been great that we know of. There's been zero investigation. I will say, back to back years, you somehow convinced a bitter divisional rival to trade their best player to you at the end of the season for questionable returns and i almost wonder like you know spade's got a big body he has a gun for his work it's like is he like cornering them in like some room somewhere and making these trades i mean i don't really know every everybody asks how i get these trades and we know yeah yes yeah, because I, I just ask you just ask i, I have been ask. told that spade will just text people hey what's it gonna take to get that is exactly Alvin what Cook, it is that is Derek what he does henry and then from what i hear people just start Spilling out information, maybe a little too much information, and you before you know it, you're giving away a fourth round pick, a seventh round pick, and a couple backup running backs for the best player in football. Starting running back. <laughs> what happens in Cedar? Two backup running stays backs in Cedar. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Berkeley, how, what are your thoughts on the matchup between Bo and Spade? Being on the outside looking in, this is going to be an exciting matchup. First off, these 
running back matchups are elite. Yes. I, just no doubt about it. Um, but I think where Spade is going to take this home is going to be his wide receiver matchups. We got Godwin at Atlanta and Ridley in Tampa Bay. I think that's where it's going to have to be won. I could see it. Could not agree more. I will say, I, th- I feel like Spade has the edge with running backs. I feel like Bo has the edge with receivers. And they, I mean, the rest of it, I think the biggest thing is like, and I hate to say this as a Steelers fan, but what is Bo going to get out of Ben Roethlisberger? He's had a couple bad weeks, you know? Um, what is Bo going to get out of Big Ben? And if Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones play to their potential, like, they're again, they're just as deadly as Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara. The only problem is... Drew Brees is back, and he loves involving Alvin Kamara. And I think that is going to have a big impact. And Bo is nodding his head. I think he's getting even a little aroused over there, thinking about Alvin Kamara. He's my baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's a legit chance chance that Henry and Kamara combine for, like, 80, 85 points. Oh, gosh. Like, (laughs) just the two of them. I would be – Dude, Derrick Henry is – go ahead, Gibbs. Go ahead. Just to have a one instead of a four. Is when the Derrick Henry trade happened. I'm pretty sure Spade knew the last four matchups. Oh, for sure. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. I literally. I. T- that's why I was like, I want Henry for the playoffs, Curtis. What is it going to take? Yeah. They're yeah. like, it's yeah. like all green. Oh yeah. Thirty first, thirtieth, and thirty second. Yeah. The stretch. And you know, Henry is quite notable for being a cold weather running back. He's a Yeti. Yep, he is the Yeti. But yeah, <sighs> it's gonna um, get ugly. And also, he is—if he averages 200 yards in every game remaining, the last three games yep. of the season, he breaks break the Eric rushing Dickerson. record. Yep. So that's gonna be. There's a lot he going has, on here. He has something to run for too. He does. That is that is very He's important. He's got records to run for. Yep. He's got the defenses to run against. It. So but me, the last time I started him, he scored six points. Come so. on, Lions. Yeah, come on, Detroit. Yeah, time right. to show up. up. Yeah. Hey, they might. You never, I mean, you never know. You never know. Here, let, before we give uh, the ginger a chance to speak, let me say a little something about even Spade's um, uh, addition to this podcast tonight. You know, there was actually a chance that Spade wasn't going to get on the pod. You know, he texted me about being a guest tonight as well. And the truth is, since he has been on so many times, I was like, you know, I want to get Berkeley on. I'm going to give Gibbs a chance. There's a couple of other owners I tried. We had Babishkin last week. Not everybody wants to get on. I've extended the invite to everybody, and only some people have said that they'd like to be on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I did try to get Bo back on because he was going to be in the playoffs. And Bo actually told me that he had this thing called a date with his wife set for tonight, and he couldn't make it. So I said, wow, that's crazy. You know, Bo, I'll have you know this. That means I'm probably going to invite Spade on, and Spade is actually undefeated. He has never lost in a week following an appearance on the Fantasy Pod. So with that in mind, since your opponent is not here to speak for himself, Spade, since Bo is not here to speak for himself, what do you have to say about your matchup with the tall one? The tall one. The one and only. Uh, I mean, the guy is the only person in our league on the same – on a list – with Tyreek Hill. And and now I have to face that fantasy team. But the matchups are great. Um, I think it's going to be tough. It's going to come down to Monday night when he has Big Ben and Deontay Johnson playing. Um, I've memorized his lineup, so I don't have to look at my phone anymore to see yeah. this. 
Uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Aaron Jones can go off for three touchdowns any week, any given time, regardless of how little touches he gets. Devontae Adams has scored a touchdown in nine straight games. God, that uh, dude is. Big Ben had like 350 yards and four touchdowns the last time he played the Bengals. So, I don't know, man. It could happen. I hope it happens. I'd really like to finally win a playoff game. That would be. That would just that suck. Would, You're right. It would be awful if you won a playoff be, game. It would be so, so Sucky. Nice. Yeah, it would so be nice. sucky. You know, if you had any ball spade, you would start Deontay Foreman again. Hey. I, when no I'm, balls? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was like, I was like, once everybody gets to the playoffs, we just start our benches and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not how it works. It's not how it works, buddy. That would yeah. be interesting. Most and fantasy owners play their best players. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I had a I had a mission in mind last week, and it didn't even work. I know nope. how funny is that. Didn't really matter. It didn't even <laughs> matter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there are a couple things that I would like to bring up about the match. Let's hear it. Well. Let's hear it. Like the number one thing would be, I think, the biggest liability on both sides is that Deontay Johnson. He is, he is going to. I think he's going to decide the matchup. Um, whether he can show up and you know be be the you know number one receiver, which everybody has been talking about, that he's emerging as in in, in Pittsburgh, or is he going to you know all of a sudden have the yips and not be able to catch a football? You know, so it's going to be very interesting to see what that happens. I think the other matchup where I see a potential clear advantage is um is on at the tight end position I think Bo has a an advantage uh, with Hawkinson over uh after Goddard um so we'll see what that what that shows up and as you were saying with you know Kyle being undefeated you know every week after the um after the podcast Podcast, if you didn't know this as well he's also reverse undefeated in every single playoff game he's ever been in (laughs) so wait I did not know that okay can you explain that a little more so reverse undefeated is when you've lost every game that you've been in the playoffs (laughs) reverse undefeated the opposite of winning I knew what was coming as soon as you weren't expecting that term no it was like I knew it was coming tonight as soon as I knew I was going to be on this podcast that it was just going to be the reminder that I'm 0-4 in the playoffs oh man um over and over again, but that was great. I did not, <laughs> I did not see that coming. Spade, yeah. if you find a way to lose this game, there will be so much shame in the group me. You know, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, I mean, it's be the same as the last two years. Why not? Yeah, right? but it'll be even better. <laughs> yeah, Gibbs will probably come back for that. Oh, for sure. Even if he loses, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll he'll like reappear and then disappear, disappear yeah. again. He'll have his grind hog stay appearance. He's literally will <laughs> be tag me in a couple memes please, and then Gibbs, disappear off the face. Of the just some drive by comments. Yeah. Drop him off. Him and, and head him back and Jackson out. are yeah. just just beating me into the ground. Yep. And then it'll it will it'll be it'll be like Groundhog's Day for Kyle as everything just <laughs> repeats itself. Gibbs, it's hard to it's hard to uh, butt it when you're in over the phone. So what do you what do you think about all this going on here, Gibbs? I will say that. Um, if I advance to the championship, it will sweeten the deal for me coming back next year. Mm. So I just re- reinvest the sixty-five. So what you're saying is, if Berkeley wants to see you in the league next year, he can just kind of throw this game. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough, Berkeley. Yeah. I hope you but, receive that well. But if Kyle wins, then I want to lose. 
So I want Berkeley to face Kyle in the championship. Okay, I'm going to talk to Kyle after this <laughs> and get some pointers on how to throw a game. Uh, yeah. So it's <laughs> really it it's really easy. So you take a running back like Miles Sanders, who's averaged less than 60% of snaps in the last four weeks, uh, hasn't touched the ball more than 16 times, in, three times in his career. You start him, and then he scores two touchdowns and runs for over 100 yards against the number one rush defense. There you go. So maybe maybe the reverse will happen for Derrick Henry this week, playing an awful rush defense. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to McKenzie earlier this week, and I was like, you know, all I can do is is set the lineup and then and, and just watch because it's just going to – that's a that's a great explanation around. of what happened. Wow, that was a really <laughs> that was a great. Well, it's yeah, like I, that was it's, awesome. It's like hey, I have I don't have even any I can't even have any joys that now. you're worried about. Me? Yeah, like because the worst way to tight lose end. in fantasy is when tight end you, uh, I, you start the wrong guy and then you do the math and you're like, if I would have started this guy, I would have won. Yeah, no tight end for me. I've got Goddard who he had four or five targets last week and caught three or four passes yeah. for like 43 yards. Hurts doesn't throw the ball a ton. Um, I picked up Cook. Again, man, maybe stay. Deontay we'll Foreman is a really on-the-rise running back, option. so you should, solid you should really consider starting him. You know, would, uh, I don't even know. No, no, no. I'm not saying it. Um, he doesn't yeah, want any bad could, juju. I could, I could start it. Actually, I, I – Let's hear know, it. Bring the, it. Come no, on. no, no. The – Trophy is in the corner. It's, I ha- it's my right neck, to your right. My neck doesn't turn that way. Yeah, we. I'm actually looking at the yeah. trophy. I just. Is, I can't even look. It's at been it. here for a long yeah. time now. I, I'm it's trying been to, a very, yeah. very long time. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I cannot even look at directly. You know, it's going to be like that scene from Happy Gilmore, where like Shooter McGavin loses, and then he steals the jacket. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Spade. It's my jacket. <laughs> my trophy. Spade, what's that thing to, to your right over there? There's a, a record player. Yeah, what's behind a, that record player? I cannot see. It's, it's kind of shiny. I have a blind spot. Maybe maybe Gibbs or uh, Berkeley will walk away with it this year. Gibbs, it would really suck if you win, though. You're paying for shipping. Just going to let you know that. That's what you and Jax have to do if you want this thing, if you ever win. No, if you guys get in the bottom of a bracket, your punishment will be to <laughs> to drive it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the loser. That's, that, that, that's a phenomenal. That's that. really that's good. You got to deliver the trophy to him and then that, just leave. That, I will admit that's hilarious as hell. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, well, I really want to see well, Gibbs win. Gibbs, <laughs> Good luck beating Berkeley. All right. With that in mind, <laughs> let's uh, let's go to what everyone's really excited to hear about. The toilet I, bowl. I imagine people are going to stop listening to this now, but we're going to talk about the b- 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 bottom bracket. All right. <laughs> so in the bottom bracket, there are four crappy teams that have qualified this year. We have KC Chief of Sinners. We have Ryder Sentai. We have... <clears throat> Dirty South in your mouth, FC, and then we have the two-time defending champions, uh, strangely, uh, Marvel Kingdom FC in the bottom bracket. And the matchups go like this. We have Marvel versus Dirty South in your mouth, FC, and we have Ryder Sentai versus KC, Chief of Sinners. We're going to talk about these matchups as well, um, maybe not as extensively, but we're at least going to talk about each matchup. Uh, let's start with the one that involves... Uh, myself and Justin, who's not on the pod tonight, we are facing off against uh, somebody who has some experience in the bottom bracket. That is Zach Babishkin and Dirty South in your mouth. Zach lost both games last year in the bottom bracket, which, again, I think everybody knows this now. But if you lose both games, you will be uh, facing the punishment, which is the choice of the champion. So 
Um, since I'm involved, I will speak last. Let's go with, let's hear from Shimano, and then we'll go with Berkeley and then Spade, and then we'll finish with Gibbs. You guys, uh, what are your thoughts on the matchup between Marvel and Dirty South? Yeah, uh, so the first thing I wanted to bring up was I cannot wait for both T-Roll and Justin to no longer be able to say the two-time defending champs. Oh, just... <laughs> Regardless that, of what it happens, it will be a happy day. It's just Absolutely. a good thing to not have to hear that. Next You're right. Year. We'll just say two time champs. Yeah, that that's could be fine. at any point. Yeah, There's a gap in there. All right, that's, that's good. Cool story. Yeah, cool story, bro. So, uh, to getting down to the actual matchup, uh, I felt like last night was a great start to this one. It's probably one of the most interesting uh, matchups from Thursday night. Was seeing you know Hunter Henry go off for Marvel. You know, I felt like that that was huge for them, you know, with him having a real big game. And then, you know, Josh Jacobs showing up really well for for Dirty South. So I, mean, I felt like both teams performed really well last night. And it's going to be it's going to be a really interesting matchup coming into the um, coming into these last few games. I feel like I feel like Jonathan Taylor is hitting his stride. So that could be a real rough matchup for for you guys, uh, for for Marvel against um, that really good Houston defense too. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yep. And same thing with with uh, Philip Rivers. I feel like he could really shred them. You know, with Ty Hilton. You know, all of a sudden reborn. You know, um, I feel like there's a lot of good good players on that one. Mike Evans against Atlanta. I mean, that's a great matchup right there. You know, I, you guys have some a pretty good some pretty good matchups as well. I feel like you know, AJ Brown has just been, you know torching people recently so he's he's a really good matchup jk dobbin seems like he's finally you know really emerging as the you know number one in baltimore uh i feel like the duke johnson matchup is a little risky here and uh the jerry judy jerry judy start is also a little risky but now i will admit (sighs) could be because i'm lazy we actually haven't even talked about setting our lineup yet. <laughs> now, maybe we should have. So you could check our bench, too. Maybe we should have done that. Definitely we should have done that. I mean, yeah, you should but, definitely be starting Todd Gurley instead of them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the extent of Duke Johnson's injury. Um, and I and I believe, I'm pretty confident David Johnson has that David Johnson's been back. taken off COVID. Yeah, yeah. so. I mean, I don't know if you really have a better him. option, but. You know, it is it is what it is. I mean, you guys got yeah. in the bottom bracket. I mean, even you have if we a start, billion picks. Even if we start Todd Gurley. He has not played well in a long nope. time. So nope. you just gotta go and hope he falls. Yeah, in the we, end zone. what we really need is Mahomes to like blow up and AJ Brown to blow up and the Steelers to get a pick six. Yeah. Again, Hunter Henry having a big game is huge for us, but we need we need uh, Babishkin's players to play like they normally do. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what we need. Yeah, Berkeley, uh, what are your thoughts, 100%. man? Well, my thoughts going into this is I think Zach's gonna have this one. Um, I, not only yes. do I really want him to win, uh, I think he has some really good oh, matchups. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. All right. That's just because, you know. Oh, no, I get it, Berkeley. Yeah, you hate absolutely. my guts. Yeah, absolutely. But I think you're going to be choosing a running back solely on the concept of who do we think might score a touchdown and get double digits. And that's just not a safe place to be. Uh, I think uh, Babishkin, he had a great Thursday night with Josh Jacobs. His main concern is going to be Claypool. Uh, He hasn't been doing well. Not a good matchup for him, I see him. So I don't know what's going to be going on with that. Uh, But like the Mike Evans and Higby, too, I think both of them can actually put up some good points. Spade? Yeah. um, Just rounding it out here. I would say I think think whoever loses – this matchup is coming in last place because the other two teams 
are solid. Um, I mean, whoever whoever loses this matchup either has to face Nick Chubb or Austin Eckler in the next round, um, and that sucks. But so I think whoever whoever loses this is is our loser overall. Also, this is the first matchup where both teams have made the playoffs and are now in the bottom bracket. Um, but I think that I think that Babishkin takes it. Um, I think his matchups are a little better. Uh, I tried to give him some advice last week to help him. I told him not to play Matt Ryan because Julio Jones was out. But Bishkin, do not play Chase Claypool. Put Corey <laughs> Davis in your lineup. I was trying to say that. Yeah, just just take some advice for once, man. Nah, don't listen do to him. Do the right thing. <laughs> Watch Claypool get like 35 on his bench. That'd be great. All right, Gibbs, what are your thoughts, buddy? Well, first off, I think this is a very interesting matchup. You have uh, Babishkin trying to avoid back-to-back last place. And then you have Marvel Kingdom champs, back-to-back champs, trying to avoid last place. Just, Champ uh, to jump. Mm. It's pretty crazy. Um, the, the league, yeah, the league needs a Marvel Kingdom in last place. I think you've already talked too much about it. It's the consolation bracket. We're giving them too much airtime? If I had to choose... I think uh, Babishkin's going to take it. Just because, I don't know, when you're starting dudes that are projected at nine points and seven points, it's not good. Gibbs, I will will say this. uh, Marvel Kingdom is actually projected to score more points than you. (laughs) You're projected to score three more points this week. (laughs) No, I was looking at Babishkin's (laughs) roster, and I'm like, Corey Davis, 17 on the bench? What a waste. Yeah, I, got, I mean, I it's, all about, it's all about so projection. Who is, so let me see. Tennessee's playing Detroit. I get that. And Cincinnati, Pittsburgh's playing Cincinnati. So, yeah, I mean, which uh, which second string running back do you like more, I guess? I mean, that's that's kind of a I, – I mean, trust me. I'm my Best case scenario for me, Derrick Henry, they kind of give him the day off because it's just Detroit. And uh, Spade loses. And A.J. Brown gets like a 42-point game. That's best case scenario. Yeah. Spade loses, I win. Be I'd be really happy. So, and I think everyone else would be too. You know. So, uh, I don't know about all. I'm that. I'm getting some head shakes. Okay, <laughs> no. let's do this. We get it. There was rounding applause. Let it be noted. There was we, rounding applause. <laughs> we get it. Everyone wants to see Marvel against either KC or Ryder Sentai in the final for the bottom bracket. That's fine. We will take that. Um, my thoughts on the game. We really need Mahomes to have one of his. 46 point games and i'd be cool with that yeah, yeah you i'd be, love for yeah, that berkeley, happen, absolutely. Yeah, actually berkeley what do you think about yeah let's get the chiefs to just go off against the, the saints robinson that's what we want yeah what Robin, <laughs> we need we need sammy watkins touchdown yeah Le'Veon oh, yeah, yeah, Bell yeah, yeah, touchdown. Right. Robinson. yeah I, I, who's the georgia who's, guy the fast guy Nicole Hardman. Hardman, yeah. Hardman, yeah. Him catching the ball uh put in the belldozer at tight end get him we some points Bell out there yeah well, we'll see, man. I mean, you never they're, – again, they're playing a tough Saints defense, so Tyreek Hill and Kelsey might have a harder time getting free. You might have some of those better options uh, getting points. Either way, as long as Mahomes gets, Mahomes gets 45, I'll be fine. All right, let's do this. Uh, we get it. Nobody likes Marvel. That's fine. Let's talk about the other bottom bracket matchup before we get out of here. We have KC Chief of Sinners versus Ryder Sentai. We have Chris Jacks versus Curtis Gann. Uh, Gibbs, I'm going to actually prompt you to speak up first about this one. 
what are your thoughts of this matchup between Curtis and Jax? Well, I'm just frustrated. Talk to us. What are you frustrated about, buddy? So, Curtis goes in full tank mode, right? And gets rid of Derrick Henry. He just steals all my waiver claims the last few weeks. I'm like, make up your mind. Are you tanking or are you not? But I guess you're trying to avoid your uh, last place punishment. But it's pretty frustrating. But, yeah, I think uh, Chris Jacks is um, trending upward. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Chris is going to take this one. He's already got 32 from Justin Herbert. It's a good start. It's a good start. It's a really good start. And, he's, and Eckler is who, you know, you're relying on if you're Roger Sentai, and you got a cool 12. So that's not what you want. So, so you, not got a, Herbert, not... you got Herbert overperforming, and you got your other best player on the other team underperforming. So, I'm going to go with Jackson here. Did you say a cool 12? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Cool 12. Good stuff. All right. Uh, let's see. Spade, thoughts on the matchup between your uh, your buddy Curtis, who gives you running backs, and Chris Jacks? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I traded with both of them for running backs uh, and then traded that running back to Curtis. Yeah, so, how about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Jacks. Pulls this one out. Uh, I think his matchups are just a little bit better. It definitely her- helped that Herbert scored thirty-two points. Um, but yeah, he's—I mean—he's got Nick Chubb left still playing. Um, his receivers look great. He's got a solid matchup with the rest of his running backs. Yeah, I, I think he wins it. I think whoever wins or whoever loses this one is safe next week. Regardless, they'll beat. Deep South in your mouth or Marvel Kingdom. <laughs> dirty South in dirty your mouth. So- I keep saying Dude, dirty, you know what? dirty. See, Zach, he doesn't even I don't he doesn't even, even care about you, Zach. No he doesn't respect. even know your team name. He disrespects no your name. Respect. Me me and Zach are on iffy terms this season anyway, so Is that right? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's hmm. okay. We'll we'll get back to some good So you're saying year. Jax. Berkeley, what do you think, man? I'm going with Jax as well. Okay. Uh, first off, Curtis. Man, uh, there was a lot of disrespect from Kyle last week. He tried to give you a game. Tried to save him. And still just couldn't get the result. Um, But honestly, I do like Jax's matchups. I love Swift. I think he's going to have another great week this week. Uh, Curtis, uh, I think you took this season looking for next season. Kind of tanking this tank. Um, But I think... If you do lose this game, you'll be okay in the next round. Um, with that also being said, I'm excited to see what Curtis does next year. So, I do like some of the players on his team. I think you're the, the only person who's ever said those words. Yeah, I like some of the people on his team. I like who he has the possibility of keeping. Uh, so, it's going to be really interesting next year for Curtis. Mm. Curtis advice, don't keep Joe Mixon. <laughs> no. Yes, no, yeah, Curtis, go ahead and start right there. Curtis, what you want to do is keep Derek Henry... With your number one, or with your first round pick, and get rid of Joe Mixon. That, oh wait, I'll trade him back to you. Dang, you can't do that. All right, uh, Shimada. I just yep. want to screen all of Spade's calls next season. <laughs> <laughs> Shimada. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards Jax as well. I felt like he had a very like his season was so bad to watch for him. Like it was, it seemed like left and right. He was either losing by a couple of points here, a couple of points there. He was right on the verge of probably being better than he than than his record really shows. 
Um, so and he's built 100%, a hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. like he's built a he's you know a pretty solid right? team. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there are a couple of matchups that I just I'm not too hot on on Curtis' side this week. I uh, I just I have a bad feeling about Noah Fant, and I don't I don't think Mostert. Although I think he is going to be a great keeper for him. Um, I I don't really feel like he's going to have a great great week uh i feel like most are especially with him being potentially hurt for most of the week that guy's you know, a coin flip man yeah he's a coin and, flip. yeah and um he'll be splitting carries potentially with will jeff wilson so we'll see about that so i feel like that those two positions are really going to hurt him and i feel like the jacks team has got some solid solid matchups and just a solid team in general right now i will say what what helps uh curtis is that the miraculous return of drew Brees gives him out of nowhere. Yeah, right. gives him at least a shot. I mean, he's going to need some help with Tell Eckler. With Eckler going eight points under projection, you never want to see your players go under projection. So that's going to sting. And, uh, I mean, if if T.Y. Hilton can continue to play the way he has the last couple weeks, it's strange because uh, he really sucked balls for the first few weeks of the season. We would know. Uh, because we drafted him <clears throat> in the third round, and he did not do well at all. But he has been playing better, and now he's projected 17 freaking points. Yeah, that makes me want to throw up in my mouth. But um, I would say I think, you know, and it, recency bias, when, you, when you're coming off of the Thursday performance and you see the way Justin Herbert played versus the way Austin Eckler played, it's easy to say Jax. I wonder what I would have said before that game started because – you know, Curtis's projections technically are better. Um, but I don't know. The reality is, since I'm so involved, because there's a good chance we're going to play the loser of this game um, in the final game, uh, I don't really know what to think. Let's end it here. Based off of what we have said tonight, it seems like the overwhelming majority is saying that in the playoffs, we are going to have a matchup between Berkeley and I think Spade. It, it was maybe a toss-up between Bo and Spade. Yeah, I it was love, a toss-up. I love to hear you say that, T-Roll. Not that I again. think you're going to win. Um, I hope the fantasy gods come back and uh, turn on you once more. Um, but it seemed – I think everyone was clear on the bottom bracket being uh, both Babishkin and Jax winning, which would put uh, Curtis and then myself and Justin in the bottom bracket final <clears> – <throat> The final judgment game. So, uh, members of League of Dreams, you have that to look forward to. So, congrats. Um, that's about it, boys. Anything yeah. else you guys want to say? Or actually, let, let's Gibbs. Anything you want to say before we close shop here? Yeah, I think we need to make some off-season rule changes. <laughs> well, if you will come to the make uh, sure you owners meet the deadline. Meeting, yeah, if you. <laughs> If you come to the owners meeting, you can you can suggest some things, Gibbs. You want to okay. you want to throw out some propaganda before we uh, get off the pod? Yeah, you want me to start my campaign now? Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it. All right. Well, we need a sixty percent veto rule. That's number one. Oh, we lost Gibbs. What do you know? Uh, oh man, <laughs> Gibbs, twenty twenty one, Gibbs. Uh, I'm calling him back. Let, let's, <laughs> let's let's see what he thinks. All right, it's ringing. It's literally ringing. Let's see what he says. Here we go. It's it's really quiet. The dogs are just loving. Did you hang up? No, I think we lost connection, yeah. buddy. Sorry about that. Yeah. Go ahead. 
actually. <laughs> we were going through a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, we're. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm done. No, dude. Oh, don't get all butt hurt over that. Come on, go on with your go on with your campaign. That's we want to hear it. Gibbsy. No, no. We want to hear it. Stand on your soapbox. We want to hear this it. This is your chance. I'm not, I'm not your little bee now. <laughs> we want to hear it, Gibbs. Come on. <laughs> You're gonna hang up again. I, I, you have my word. You know, I'm giving you my word. I won't do it. Sixty percent veto rule. Uh, okay. And then we need to do waiver wire. Um, auction style. I do like that idea. You did mention that to me a few weeks ago. I think that's good. We'd have to flush out how it would work, but I think it'd be fun. My third idea is just to uh, blow it up, start over. <laughs> well, then if you should, if you want to do that, you should have traded Kittle. Got some real players. Well, I was thinking about the next guy. You know, the next guy's going to want to keep Kittle. Oh man, mm. I hate to hear you say that. Yeah, that's it's dark. That's it's so dark sad. Right now, boys. Wow, that's how bad it is, huh? All right, boys. Okay. Spade, Berkeley, Shimato. Any last words before we get off? Uh, yeah, I got, I got a couple right here. In the wise words of Jackie Moon, fifth place, fifth place, <laughs> fifth place. <laughs> yeah, for Michigan Mega Bowl, for Michigan Mega Bowl. Shimato yeah. seven and seven Anthony Shimato, ladies and gentlemen. We need to change his team. I listened to one of other podcasts, and y'all y'all had this question where you said, "Who's gonna be the last person to make the playoffs?" And then T Roll, I remember you saying Amato. I did and say I that. I was actually I was actually rooting for Amato secretly because yeah. I wanted to call in here and say, "Suck it, T Roll." Yeah, but but then you happen. took it from him. You took it. You I snatched it. it out. That, See, was a, you, that was a bad beat. If you really cared about him, you'd have just thrown that game. Yeah. No. Did you give up DK Metcalf too? If uh, did like, you uh, put the, did you put all the chips in the in the in the middle of the table this year? What are you ta- What are you talking about? Who? That's Amato. Didn't you make some big trade or for something? Michael Thomas? Gave, yeah. Yeah. But you gave up DK or something? No. No, no I didn't go. Out, I didn't get DK. That was Bo. Yeah, that was Bo who got DK. I went after Allen Robinson, who has been quite good for me. So far, and in uh, Michael Thomas, who's oh, okay. been who's been decent, except for the fact that he isn't playing this week. But now it doesn't matter. <laughs> Berkeley, <laughs> yeah. Any last thoughts before your championship win? Knock on wood. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a little bit of pressure. Uh, this season's definitely been fun. I've uh, definitely already made enough money to play next year. Yeah, you that's have. a plus. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. yeah. That's uh, it's been a very interesting season. Uh, seeing a lot of trends, uh, seeing a lot of trends with Amada going straight even, and hopefully uh, another trend with Spade going for another loss in the playoffs. Another over. I will let's, say, let's uh, all hope so. Spade. Hey, I'm I'm actually coming into a playoff matchup as the underdog, which hasn't happened in yeah. the rest of the. Playoffs. Are you talking projections? Projection wise, I mean everything. I'm I'm the underdog in it. Everything. What do you mean everything? Just the projections. The history. league doesn't histories against me. Yeah, the history. league's against me. Um, everybody, everything's against me. Um, I'm not the favorite this year, and I even heard okay Mackenzie wants you to lose. I think that, that wouldn't surprise me at this <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, her, her and Kim are talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she's just ready for me to not be watching football. It's okay. I'm pretty sure my wife still doesn't even know what fantasy football means. So. Hey. It's okay. She just Mackenzie just enjoys those four for four she gets every time. I have the Spade, week. Spade, Berkeley, and Gibbs. Good luck to you, gentlemen. Uh, 
There's no one else in the bottom bracket here to say good can, luck to. Can, so. I, can I have one more last? Oh yeah, can I have of one course. More last thought. Yeah, please. So what's the if I beat Berkeley? What are we talking here? Is this like Miracle on Ice level? Is this like Utah over Alabama? ESPN thirty for thirty. It would certainly what's the be comparison? the comparison. It would certainly be hands down the biggest upset in our league's history in the playoffs. This, it would be like Michigan, Appalachian State. Appalachian. Whoa. That's that's big time right there. That's a big upset. Yeah, we need to block a kick this week. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're, you're gonna, gonna have, have to block, block a, few. a couple kicks. Yeah. yeah. Is it as big as uh, UMBC beating uh, Virginia? Oh no, that, wow, that's a good comparison. That's a that's, that's a, a good that's one. a bit of a stretch. That, yeah. bit of a stretch. <laughs> bit of a stretch. Bit of a stretch. No, I mean it would be hands down the biggest upset in playoffs in our league history. Yeah, I mean oh, you've had sure. you've you've had wild card teams win, but I mean you're literally <laughs> you're facing a team. What is it? Six or seven weekly scoring bonuses? Seven. Seven. Oh my gosh, that makes me sick. By the way, this is the first year where. Every weekly scoring bonus has been won by one of the four playoff teams. Oh, wow. That's cool. Oh, wow. So I there's not that. a single team that, yeah. outside of the playoffs that has won one of the weekly bonuses. Sorry, Jackson. I know that was your idea, and you were probably hoping to get it a couple times. He was. There was one week where he was like, announce, do the results, T-Roll. And it was like, there's a game on Tuesday. Berkeley <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> had Stefan Diggs still. Like, I'm not going to announce anything. No. Stop the vote. He getting, he I stop think, the vote. Stop it now. I still, call it. I still think that every other owner in the league should just Venmo Jacks a dollar for whatever happened though in the last in the last Gosh. game. I think I, I went think, to bed. I he think, had four more points than Berkeley. I wake up and Berkeley has point two five more. Like me, what happened? Me, Berkeley, and Bo could afford it. Yeah, yeah seriously. Jack will come into town and I will buy him a four for four. There hey, you go. there you go, Jack. Yeah, Next you time go. you're in town, Berkeley's getting you a four for four. I think that's a perfect way to wrap up the fantasy pod, ladies and gentlemen. So with that in mind, uh, this is the last time we're recording um, because Christmas is like in a week. We will not be doing a podcast next week talking about fantasy football. So we will not have any sort of uh, conclusion podcast. But if the league decides to do this more long term, we will not be doing it on our Royal Geek podcast feed. We'll set up a whole nother feed. And we'll do this every week. So that's what you have to look forward to if you are in League of Dreams or if you are somehow still listening to this. So, um, yeah, with that in mind, uh, for my good friends Ryan Gibbs, Berkeley Stewart, Kyle Spade, and Anthony Amato, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Keek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.